0: Welcome to The Grow Zone Real-Time Adventures with Sarah Hübner, the communications adventurer
1: and Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer. Well, welcome to episode 18 of The Grow Zone. I'm Kerry Temple, the outdoor adventurer and virtually next to me, is Sarah Hübner, the communication adventurer. Hi, Sarah.
0: Hello, Kerry. Hello, dear listeners.
1: So, Sarah, what's been going on with you since we last talked?
0: Well, at the moment, it is rather busy because due to all the restrictions, COVID restrictions, a lot of the seasonal festive parties that people have planned Um, in person have been cancelled. So now they are approaching me and asking for online celebrations, um, which, of course, I'm very happy to do and help them out with. Um, Yet it is keeping me on my toes right now. Just as well, you've got great improvisation skills, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the online parties do actually require a lot of planning in advance, and then the improvisation <laughs> becomes more meaningful in the moment. <laughs> What about you, Kerry? What's going on in your life? Um,
1: I've been enjoying a bit of travel, actually. I managed to get back to the UK to see family and friends. And then a bit of, um, yeah, summer sun, in uh, winter sun in Madeira. And um, then I've been, yeah, um, travelling exploring the city of Lisbon as well so I've transitioned very gently and almost abruptly then from autumn into winter wonderland back here in Bavaria and feel re-energized and ready for the winter season whatever it brings. (laughs) Oh lovely
0: (laughs) well we have a guest arriving virtually Uh, shall we welcome her? Absolutely. Let's head over to Brazil, shall we? Oh, yes. We are delighted to have Barbara Santos here with us today because Barbara is someone who fully embraces real-time adventures that are rooted in theatre and social change. Barbara Santos is a director, author, performer, activist and the artistic director of Coringa in Berlin, where she's currently based. She is originally from Brazil, where she was the coordinator of the Center for Theater of the Oppressed in Rio de Janeiro. And in Rio de Janeiro, she worked alongside with Augusto Boal, who is the creator of Theater of the Oppressed. Barbara is also the leader of the global feminist Magdalena International Network. Magdalena's feminist group work centers around uh, women's stories and uses Theater of the Oppressed to fight violence against women. Barbara's work has taken her to Latin America, Europe, Africa, Asia, and Australia. And last but not least, she has written three books. They're called Roots and Wings of Theatre of the Oppressed, Aesthetic Paths, Original Approaches on Theatre of the Oppressed, and Feminist Theatre of the Oppressed. I met Barbara this summer when I took a course with her in Berlin to become a Keringa myself, Karinga is the person who facilitates the creative process of theater of the oppressed. And I myself was actually introduced to Augusto Boile's work in 1996. And his work was one of my biggest inspirations in my approach to theater. So meeting and working with Barbara this summer was incredible and has not only helped me to become a more rounded facilitator who can create more meaningful work, Yet I've also gained a deeper understanding of the connection between the individual and our society. And even though Barbara is based in Berlin, she is actually in Brazil right now. Barbara, welcome to our podcast. It is such an honor to have you here. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for the
2: invitation. I'm happy Mm -hmm. to be with you too.
0: Lovely. And would you like to add anything to what I just said about you? Oh,
2: it's I'm a black woman because we are talking and people cannot see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's important to say that I am black.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so I'll hand over to Kerry for our first interlude or not interlude first (laughs) bit of the podcast (laughs) super so I get I get the opportunity
1: to throw some quick fire questions at you Barbara just need a fast answer whatever comes to to your mind spontaneously follow your instinct there's obviously not a right or wrong (laughs) Um, and I'm looking forward yeah looking forward to hearing your answers and um, getting an insight (laughs) so um, first of all It's an either or. So my first question is outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. Adventure or comfort zone? Adventures. Mountains or stage? Stage. Cake or chips? Mm, No of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Great, thank you. And now, um, what do you think of when you hear the following uh, three words? So, first of all, adventure.
2: I think about uh, tryout,
1: Improvisation. Pleasure. Learning. Pleasure. <laughs> Super. And finally, three words that describe you. Black. Fighter Happy Happy super. Thank you. It's always interesting to hear the, um, the similarities I think that we all, that we all have in terms of preferences for, for the comfort zone and the outdoors <laughs> and the ante stage. What, what surrounds you outdoors at the moment in Brazil A few so yeah for me yeah. It, this is
2: one of the difficulties for me to live in Berlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am yeah. so used here I'm talk with you, but mm-hmm. it's, I am in the, uh, close the door from outside. Yeah. And to be inside and outside is just cross the door. I yeah. don't need to do much. When yeah. I'm in Berlin, I have to think about how to go outside. Ah, okay, yeah. what's the temperature? What is the environment? What I, shoes I have? What clothes I have? I have to prepare to go mm-hmm. outside. Uh, here, my life's much more about outside. Outside is the way of meeting people. We don't meet much when we go, for instance, for restaurants. We say, yeah. "Ah, okay." We choose a restaurant that we can be outside. And you know, like so yeah. outdoor is is the way of being. This is my way of. Uh, I go for my garden every morning. I take my coffee outdoor. <laughs> I, yeah. take my coffee outdoor. <laughs> I even don't
0: take coffee inside. You know, like so. Can you be more spontaneous too? when you're outdoors because you don't like maybe you bump into people because you can see people. Does that happen? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is the thing that
2: I enjoy in Berlin because our space of work is mm-hmm. in, the, in the, in the place that we can meet people that passing in the, in the, in the street. Yeah. And then we can mm-hmm. get know our neighbors, for instance. here it's so normal to see the neighbors. It's like mm-hmm. uh, even, yeah because also i don't live here in in the apartment we live in houses
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then there's just go out and outside outdoors you see people you see dogs you see life you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah actually that was something when uh, i worked with you in berlin this summer which i really liked about your space and uh, Like whenever we were working, there were always people looking through the window, waving through the window. But we were outside. They came and spoke Mm -hmm. to us. And you obviously know your neighbors so well and they feel so welcome in your space. Yeah.
2: Also, because it's like um, we don't we don't feel this uh, disturbed, you know, by Mm -hmm. the reality. We, mm-hmm. we always try to include, even when the children pass and look and say, okay, this is children, they exist. Mm-hmm. It's important that they know that we are working. Sometimes we have to say, ah, now we are working. Mm-hmm. And they have to understand that, you know, like uh, they have their own understand, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not our understand, what meaning work. Yeah, we are working. What this meaning, actually, because we are playing, we are speaking, and for them it's so difficult to understand, ah, they are working, but they Mm -hmm. are laughing, they are playing. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, because normally we connect work, adult work, with being a bit more serious and maybe sitting down. (laughs)
2: Um, And also be sad. You know, people mm-hmm. is like majority of the people is working in areas that they, they are looking for the moment to stop to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sometimes we that we are, oh, no, finish the time. We, we need more time. Yeah. <laughs> the improvisation or mm-hmm. the creativity is not um, uh, connected with the time. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd just like to ask a question, Barbara, to, to, help, to help me understand also and our listeners maybe understand a bit more. Can you, could you explain a bit about your work, about what is theatre of the oppressed and um, what you do?
2: <laughs> so we are doing theatre, yeah? This mm-hmm. meaning uh, we want to represent the life on stage, yeah? Mm-hmm. We want to, to express ourselves through our bodies, yeah? And then the acting in the mm-hmm. way that we are telling stories. But in the theater of the oppressed, what we try is uh, talk about our stories, but the stories based in our own uh, real experiences. Yeah, and we try to understand our real experience in the way of we express ourselves. But as we are also focused in the thing to think about the reality, use the theater to understand the reality, and Mm -hmm. also to try to change it. Yeah, to Mm -hmm. imagine. It's really important for us to imagine the possibility of change reality, and also imagine the better reality. Yes, the imagination is the exercise, and these exercises also create space to dialogue with others because we are we are conscious that we cannot change reality alone. It's not individual mm-hmm. uh, task. It has to be a collective task. Mm-hmm. And then this is the thing, you know, go on stage, improvise, create stories, tell a story, but be inside, be connected with our own life mm-hmm. and also be with the dream of a better life.
1: Understood. So do you you work with, with groups who maybe don't have theatre experience as well to, to create these experiences? Or do you work with, with professional um, actors? Or do, what kind of people do you work with?
2: Yes and no. Yes, mm-hmm. like because Auguste Boal, the person that is the person that was creating this method, he used to say that all of us, we are mm-hmm. all actors and actresses. We are all artists, and then we are used to be theater, to make theater. You know, because our real life is a kind of acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not because we lie but because we need to have different way of acting. You are not the same when you are in your office or you are in a meeting or you Mm -hmm. are in the lunch with your family. Yeah. Yeah. You have to play different characters of Mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah. We are not one or one mask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have several possibilities. In that sense that we consider all of us artists is just a way of remember us. Mm -hmm. wonder remember all of us look you are artists remember when you are child all Mm -hmm. child they they don't have doubt that they are artists they are creating the whole time when we are child this is our way to be in life yeah if i don't know if you give a little box for a little child they start to play as a car or airplane Mm -hmm. or they start to play a character this is natural this is Mm -hmm. this is kind of uh, way of being yeah and then we try in our theater remember remember us mm-hmm. this artist that is sometimes sleeping inside ourselves we just try to wake up this part of us
1: oh it sounds really interesting and really um yeah really fascinating to also discover those different different parts like different parts of you too it sounds like you, you really encourage people to bring out, yeah, bring out the best of them as well, to bring out the yeah, strengths.
2: For sure. It's about you. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. have to sometimes happen things in your life that you are you would be surprised of your reaction. <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes we are surprised at mm-hmm. what we know. I didn't yeah. know that I know that. And then mm-hmm. I solve a problem. But it's because we in our life, mm-hmm. we are accumulating experience. Mm-hmm. We are not conscious about everything that we know. And uh, our method is much more about uh, investigate our potentialities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. to discover our potentiality and we can be surprised and happy with that.
0: Yeah. That was something which I really liked um, when we were working with you in Berlin that we had a general idea that we'd be exploring a topic or something that is meaningful to us, but like, I didn't have a set idea in my head just going, Oh, I really want to explore this topic. It really happened through very instinctive, like because we started with the body um, and then the topic seems to arrive. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. It's like it's it's only because we are not conscious about we are full of experience, we are full of knowledge, yeah. And then sometimes when we listen a sound, the sound is full of content. Everything is mm-hmm. content, yeah. Our our brain is working and the thing, oh wow, what this meaning. We are not conscious about the work that our brain is doing, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like what we are trying to identify is the same thing that we, we made in Berlin. Yeah. We come together with our whole life experience, but we are not um, conscious about each detail. But when we made a scene, when we made an image, the image is full of our experience. Yeah? It's full mm-hmm. of our knowledge, you know, but it looks like an image. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when we, we try to read an image, the other eyes, the other people also try to how say, um, describe it, they mm-hmm. start to tell us think that we'd be surprised. Wow, mm-hmm. was not my intention to show something with one image, but people see, yeah, mm-hmm. they are seeing, of course, with their experience too that is connected with our looks like magic but it's it's only about we use our whole process yeah we we come together with a lot of materials and okay. we try just to find out which materials that yeah to identify mm-hmm. them
0: yeah so one image that is shown is actually as many images or has as many meanings as their audience members Mm-hmm. It's true. And, and, p- and performers too, not because every performer has a different <laughs> interpretation.
2: Completely. Buao used to say that the, our bodies not lie. Bodies don't lie. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we say things like, yeah, I am okay. Yeah? Like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. The words meaning something. But when people see our body, People can say, oh, I have the impression that is, she's not that okay. Yeah, and, and people ask because of this impression, but the impression is not because of the words, the, ex, the explanation, the impressions about the position of the body or the way of we look or some muscles working or some tension. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And people read our bodies. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Even we say something completely different.
0: Mm, yeah. And how do you find the people to work with? Because you've worked all over. How do people find you? How does that work? <laughs> so
2: uh, it's the way of finding each other. Yeah. It's mm. like um, when I was working first time with theater of the oppressed. I was teacher in the school. Yeah. And was interesting, how I found the theater of the oppressed, the forum theater, is because we want to talk about the problem that we as a teachers was facing in the school. Yeah. We had a problem and we didn't know how to solve the problem. And one colleague told us about why not we made the forum theater. And then we asked, what is it? Yeah. And she told, ah, it's a kind of theater that uh, is not one explanation, but it's a question. People put one problem stage and uh, we ask the others and then we put this for dialogue. And for us was a discover. It's like, wow. And then we wanted to do this. When we made it, other people found out the possibility of dialogue through theater. And they start to ask us to share with them this work. Yeah. So and then when I, I don't know, we are here and we are talking and some people going to listen this talking and maybe they are going to ask, what is it that we are talking about? I would enjoy to mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. And I think we found each other by necessity. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of the necessity that we have to understand better the society, to understand better our life, to do something, to act or because we are so tired to act in the way that we are acting, you know, it's like, a, a, I think this is by necessity. And then mm-hmm. we find the people that we need.
0: Mm-hmm. And what do you consider being the biggest adventure or what is adventurous about your work? I can already hear a lot of adventurous mm-hmm. aspects. What is the adventure maybe you enjoy most uh, within that
2: Work. So for me, the, mo- the you already describe it as though our process in Berlin, you know, come together with people that I don't know. And then we come in the room and uh, we agree that in the end of the our process, we have a play. But we have no idea mm-hmm. about the topic, no idea about what we are going to do. So I, I have some ideas of what I can offer. Yeah. For we work together. But this is a really adventure. It's like, wow, how we are going to make it, ideas and improvisations become a play mm-hmm. and how the audience going to meet it. You know, to dialogue <laughs> with us about that, how to create something that have sense for us, but also has sense for others. This is a really incredible adventure. And also to see uh, during the days, the people is like, oh my God, we are going really to have a play in the end of that <laughs> first day, second day, third day. And people, oh, but we don't, not yet we have a play, you know? And uh, this is r-
1: really incredible.
2: I love it. <laughs> I love the whole process.
0: I,
1: I, I, I think that comes true. For me, it's, it sounds to me so, it's every time, it's a, there's a lot of risk in it. You know, how do you you manage that risk? And especially in a group of people that that also don't necessarily know each other. I think the the, the first thing is
2: like um, try to stimulate people, enjoy Mm -hmm. the risk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, this is a big experience in Europe, especially in Germany. Because (laughs) in Germany, they are so much based in the right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and the people in the beginning, people come to work with me. They want to know what we're going to do first day, second day, third day. And mm-hmm. I used to say for them. I don't know. <laughs> 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 and they were in the beginning. Yeah. I have a lot of conflicts. Yeah. You know, people was like, no, no, but we are used to, to know what is be the first step, the second step, the third step. And I used to say, and then we cannot work together because mm-hmm. you know, don't have these steps we have more or less a way, but the path we have to build up together, you Mm -hmm. know, is a core responsibility. I cannot build the path for both of us. If you not walk together, you know, you have to take responsibility for your own steps. Mm -hmm. And I have to take responsibility too to try to make us to walk together, you know, but your steps is yours. Yeah. It's not mine, yeah. and then you have to do it. Yeah, and then uh, it's so exciting when people understand. It's not easy, I'm not say that's it, but people understand. This is about life. You are in the room in the intensive intensity of life. Life is about risk. Sometimes mm-hmm. people say for me, but how could we uh, create a space, a safe space? I I I used to answer those doesn't exist a safe space <laughs> what we can create together is a space of trust this we can create trust each other you know respect each other and then we are, we be more sure okay i can trust you mm-hmm. that we hold our hands and we are going together and then we feel more confident you know mm-hmm. and then we together going to uh, build up this safety mm-hmm. yeah but when we go in front of the audience, how we are going to guarantee that we have to to build up this again with the audience, making agreements, you know, is a real adventure. It's like <laughs> <laughs> the whole process, actually.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I imagine that's so powerful. And it's—I I think that is. It, I like the expression that the way is the goal in Germany. You know, the Vegas does the process of it is is as powerful probably then at the end as as the piece. What are we getting out of it? It sounds really, yeah, really exciting.
2: Yeah, it's, ah. it's interesting because it, it, also in Germany, when I start to mm. work there, I create a group of women, mm-hmm. and people was asking me. Uh, who was financing it because they couldn't imagine Mm -hmm. to do something without Bia Ferain, NGO or or our organization. Yeah. Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, because the, which good, the society Mm -hmm. is really uh, well organized, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's like they have uh, more chance. Yeah. More possibilities, but much less flexibility. And then for me, was a kind of, okay, how could we work with some using this opportunity, but also mm-hmm. keep the flexibility, because yeah. the flexibility is the guarantee of the adventure.
1: Yeah, you've got to use a lot of creativity <laughs> to work through it. Um, I have a question, actually, because you've, um, as Sarah mentioned, you work with, uh, you set up the Madalena Group, and I thought that sounded really interesting. Maybe you can tell us a bit more about that um, as well. Yeah. As
2: I as I told in the beginning, yeah. every step that I, I I made is a result of a necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah? It's like uh, what we start to do, what we call feminist theater of mm-hmm. the oppressed or a feminist perspective of theater of the oppressed. That mm-hmm. in, in in Spanish is teatro de las oprimidas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's because we were tired to see our stories on stage that mm-hmm. was not satisfying us. Yeah. Why? Because majority of them was were directed by male, by white male, mm-hmm. by upper uh, middle class male, by, you know, heteronormative male. And I was like, the perspective was so much about how man was seeing mm-hmm. our problems. Yeah. And then uh, the, the problem that we understood was, okay, we cannot have our representation stage, always as a victim of the reality. Mm -hmm. You know, always, of course, we are victim of violence in the moment of the violence. But afterwards, when we try to do something, we are not more victim of the violence. Mm -hmm. We try to be active. We are survivors. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I work with a lot of women that was a victim of sexual abuse, But afterwards they are survivors of sexual abuse Mm -hmm. and they want to speak from this position, not forever victim of the sexual abuse, but the survival of that, that want to do something. And then we start to try only with women. Yeah. Only with women to try to, how could we represent our stories? In mm-hmm. the position as a survivors, yeah, and oppressed in the way of being activists, mm-hmm. but how we create different paths to approach, to create new approaches for that. And also training to have women as a directors <laughs> or so women as a facilitator, because we thought, oh, more women can understand because it's about their lives too, you know? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we noticed that a lot of what other women had the same necessity as we had. And then so quickly we became an international network. And I was like, well, not magic, but just (laughs) a meeting Mm -hmm. of people with the same necessity.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you say is one of the most important topics? Is there a one or most, a really important topic for the women's, um, network to work on, or are there maybe regional differences?
2: I think it is, it's connected. What I told you already is like the, the most, the biggest problem for us as mm-hmm. women is the isolation. Mm-hmm. You know, you you uh, you, met, you meet you can meet a lot of women that they have some problems, but they they be in silence about it. Why? Because they feel guilt, they feel mm-hmm. guilt and shame. I think the guiltness and this shame, the social shame that we have, this feeling that, oh my God, what are people going to think about me? Probably people will think that I provoke it. We are convinced, patriarchy system was convinced us that uh, everything that happened with us is our own responsibility. Yeah, is this guiltiness is so deep mm-hmm. and this keep us isolated. The, mm-hmm. the powerful uh, process that we had is discover that each one of us was connected by this, you know, and when we discover that we are not an island, mm-hmm. it's so powerful. You know, I, I when I discover that what hap- happened with me is not my guilt. I didn't provoke it. The mm-hmm. system is a system that we was built for that. A base on it in mm-hmm. inequality, yeah, and misogyny. And yeah? mm-hmm. this is, is a really strong base, mm-hmm. and this is a strong discovery. This is a really uh, a powerful moment when the women discover that they are not one. What happened with her happened mm-hmm. with millions of others. Hers, mm-hmm. yeah, this. This is the big step that we made. Mm-hmm.
0: And I found how we actually explored that when this summer was um, and your approach really fascinating because it seems it seemed much easier than I would have thought. Because like we had our topics, so our personal stories that we're sort of exploring. And then you said, okay, let's do newspaper theater or media theater. And you had us. Um, research a bit. What what are the common voices that we hear? What are the messages we're sent through media? And it, you said it could be done through song. It could be like I. Uh, most of us uh, just searched in the internet, and it was so fast that we could find a narrative or messages, and to realize, ah, oh, it's so close. Like they, this is my background noise, <laughs> everyday life. These messages, but. To make to, And to make that connection between my personal story and those messages we are constantly receiving from all sides
2: yeah this is this is the the, the thing that, that take all of us out of the isolation mm-hmm. when the, we discover that was not personal, this is social yeah. Mm-hmm. For instance, now some weeks ago here in Rio, in, in I was accompanying two facilitators that was giving a course of uh, a feminist theater of the oppressed and was with a group of people. And they told me, oh, Barbara, it's so difficult because they choose a story that we, we think is not okay to put on stage. And I mm-hmm. asked them, which story is a story about abuse, sexual abuse for a child? Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I told to them, "Oh, wow, this is incredible." And I to, I asked them why this is so uh, uh, difficult, and they to, they told about the fatality. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. the fatality like looks like don't have a solution, mm-hmm. and also it's so private. This happened inside of the home. How somebody goes inside of the neighbor's home, and you know, they this is abuse is a lot of difficulty. And I asked them, but this was important for the group of people, for this group. They told really important because a lot of them told we want to talk about the story. And then I told, what is important to do? We cannot silence stories that important to be uh, to tell. But we have to think about which kind of approach we are going to use. Mm -hmm. If you show as a fatality, we say for the audience, no solution. And then what we made, we went out of the private story and we went for media. We went, we made an investigation how the society is talking about this. Society is not talking about that. Society silenced this Mm -hmm. private situations of a lot of child under violence, you know, and then it was a really incredible research that they, they made and they found a way of talking about it without this fatality because it was not about isolation. They, they made a social approach. What meaning this is not a problem of this child inside of the home. This is our problem. What is that? We have a, a child in our society that's every day facing violence by people from their own family. What could do, what could we do about that? We have something to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And then what we try is, is take an approach that was not individual. We are we are we took an approach that we are we were asking ourselves as our problem, you know? And then we was amazing, was really amazing process, like we made in Berlin, mm-hmm. that we try, don't take individual, because if you go for individual, the, the mother of the child is the only one responsible. Mm-hmm. She is guilt because this happened mm-hmm. in her home, you know? And then we don't understand the whole thing that go around her and our own position as neighbors, as society, as social groups, etc.
0: How does the forum work um, for our listeners who, don't, who probably can't imagine. So I don't know if this is a good example to, to um, tell us about the forum and ha- what could happen and what is the importance of the mm-hmm. forum? Mm-hmm. So even the
2: forum, yes, like a, I am working with theater of the Oppressed 30 years. Yes, it's a three decades. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the beginning. Uh, When I was working with Boal, I worked with Boal two decades of my life in in Rio de Janeiro. We were so much used to ask the oppressed. We asked the audience, like, uh, if you would have the problem of the oppressed, what could you do? And then the audience say, ah, okay, if I would be in this position, I would do this or that. And then we ask the audience not only to speak, but come on stage and try out a strategy. In the feminist approach, we actually didn't enjoy any more to do this because we noticed when we asked the audience about the oppressed, about the protagonist, we also was putting more responsibility on her shoulder Like say, okay, our protagonist made a mistake. What would be the solution? Mm -hmm. And then we start to change. No, 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 no. We don't want to put more weight on her shoulder. We want to ask the audience differently. We ask the audience, okay, you saw a narrative on stage. You saw our story. You saw the problem that we staged for you. Yeah, we presented for you. What do you think about this problem? And then actually the audience has to recognize uh, this problem exists. This problem is relevant. And this problem is connect with me as audience. I have to recognize that I recognize this problem and I recognize my connection with this problem. Yeah. And then we ask the audience: if you feel that this is a problem not from this woman, but this is a problem of our society. And uh, we are part of this society. What could be the strategies to solve this problem? And then we, we try to change the way of asking the audience. Yeah, And uh, we offer for the audience a meeting, meeting your, your neighbors. And then before making the forum, we make a kind of a discussion among people. People just try to analyze what mm-hmm. was the play about, what was our, our narrative about. And what would be their their action as a citizen? We as a a part of the society, what can we do? And then we ask them to imagine strategies Mm -hmm. because we know problem is not, for instance, the problem that I told about, okay, this happened inside of the home. Can we just go inside of the home and take the father and say, you are abusing the child. And then probably the answer will be no, it's not that easy. And, but people start to think, ah, we have to create laws. We have to create uh, organizations. The government has to give support for family. And people start to think about, and also we neighbors, we have to think about children, not only about the children of the others. We have to think about children of children of our society as our children. Yeah? Is not the children's not a property of mm-hmm. the mother and father? Children's part of the society. They have rights. They also we we also have to create policies for protect them. You know, you know what I mean? It's like the forum is about uh, open the stage for the audience, mm-hmm. open the stage for real dialogue with the audience. Of course, we don't, we don't want only discussion. We, we want to try out the strategy. Okay, it's nice to make uh, a poli- policy, but mm-hmm. how to do it? How? And mm-hmm. then we, we play it. We improvise how to do to make concrete the ideas. This is the forum about.
0: Mm-hmm. You mentioned that in Berlin too. That uh, the importance is to start where the audience is. Their circle of action where they can act because they may not be the lawmakers Mm -hmm. so until it becomes the law (laughs) there will be so many steps so what can they do from where they are right now
2: exactly and also to stimulate people to think because sometimes the society or or the mass media uh, Mm -hmm. or the or the politicians, especially the politicians, (laughs) they try to convince us that we cannot do anything. We have Mm -hmm. to wait for them. Yeah. And then we uh, gave up of our power Mm -hmm. as citizenship. Mm -hmm. What we try to do in our theater, they say, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, Mm -hmm. wait. We as citizens, we have power. Mm -hmm. If we come together, we have more power. We cannot Mm -hmm. change things as magic. Of course not. But uh, we can do something, mm-hmm. yeah. But how to do. And when we come together and we exchange ideas, we can find mm-hmm. our possibility our possibilities. Mm-hmm. Okay, I cannot make a law, but I can make a campaign that people ask their representative to make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can come together and we can make debates about that. We can make several things. Yeah, we cannot be a representative ourselves. Mm-hmm. But we can press them, for instance.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a question about about this. I think it's, the process is so fascinating, and I see the cycle. You do you do the performance with one audience. Would you ever repeat it with a different audience and have a completely different like outcome? Because I imagine if you're doing if you if you're doing if you're you know on the performance, it very much also depends on 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 the audience from time to time. So do you do you repeat? Kind of repeat the performance, or is it kind of a one off situation? Depend of the case.
2: For yeah. instance, the majority of the case that we have, we have mm-hmm. performance that is made by a group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. they come together because they have a common interest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people come just because of one course or one production. Uh-huh. This will be more one, two times a presentation. Mm-hmm. But a group of people, for instance, in our uh, network, we have a lot of uh, feminist groups mm-hmm. and they they come together. For instance, here, we in Berlin, Madalena Berlin, we have three years. Uh, no, sorry. We are together um, now is six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we are together. For instance, three years, we work with the same play that we call, of uh, Deutsch's, Nine Heist Nine. Mm-hmm. That's No Means No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, No means no was a really big topic for us for several years, three years that we work. And then we play the same uh, piece for a lot of different uh, audiences and different countries because Mm, this is a European topic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No means no is a a Istanbul convention, is a European topic Mm -hmm. in the legislative area. Yeah, to create legislation uh, to prevent violence against women. So mm-hmm. we work a lot with the mm-hmm. same, uh, play, we collaborate with uh, several feminist uh, organizations, also with women representatives mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the parliament, parliament from Berlin and national parliament also. Yeah? So Fantastic. We, we made several presentations. Mm-hmm. Of course, sometimes we made the presentations for mixed groups like audience with uh, any people that was invited Mm -hmm. and we even didn't know them. But sometimes we made presentations for a group of people that we want to speak with. For instance, we went for several feminist organizations and then in the audience, we have Mm -hmm. an audience with only feminists Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and uh, we want to dialogue with them to empower ourselves, to empower them, and together to think strategically. Yeah. Next steps. We also uh, uh, made a uh, special presentation for women under violence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we have in the the different uh, Frauenhäuser in in Berlin, we made specific presentation. You know, it's like... Depends. Sometimes the audience is the audience that we want to have allies on the audience Mm -hmm. to empower our narrative, to empower our discourse. And sometimes we have a mixed audience for uh, spread the news, to spread the topic, Mm -hmm. you know, to to go for other kind of people. So this is really different um, uh, perspectives.
1: Well, it's, it's fascinating to see to hear about the reach and the breadth of people that you work with, and also to hear about, I'm sure, the impact in so many different areas of society.
0: Really, really interesting. And so yeah. I'm going to ask a mm-hmm. question that Kerry normally asks. <laughs> <laughs> um, she kind of asked you a similar question at the beginning, but how does nature play a role in your life? um and maybe how does it influence your work so yeah uh, the the thing
2: that we are living now for instance this crisis <laughs> that we are living now is is fundamental because of our relation with nature yes mm-hmm. like uh, we are just um seeing more concretely the result of the really bad mm-hmm. <laughs> relation that we have with the our house, yeah, uh, the world as our home. So uh, this is is really connected with uh, um, in different levels. For instance, we work with a lot of activist groups, yeah, and the activist group has uh, sometimes a specific uh, topics. What we try is connect them. For instance, when we talk about the relation with natural. For instance, uh, here in, in, in Brazil, I work, I have two groups that I directed that is only black people. Yeah? One group is a mixed, yeah? uh, all gender, but black people. That meaning in, re- in Brazilian reality, majority of them is poor. Yeah? And then this is about being black, facing racism, and mm-hmm. also living in favelas or being poor. And we have a group of uh, only black women. Yeah. And the people would say, like, our racism is not connect with nature. Yeah. It's like a, what we try to, to show mm-hmm. in our work is everything is so connected. If you see how uh, uh, racism is connected with a not good quality, where you live, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, how uh, you are segregated in some areas of the city, and how these areas of the cities doesn't have the, the policies. Yeah. And uh, everything is, is so connected. What we try in our work is connecting things. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, when we talk about a uh, people that uh, is uh, global uh, activists for global warming, yeah? it's like uh, with, we are changing uh, our relation with what we say, this is not something disconnected with uh, racism. It's not disconnected with machism. Mm-hmm. Yeah? It's not because sometimes people put topics in boxes. Mm-hmm. What we try to say, no, the box is connected. This is, I think in, 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 uh, in uh, my work, the, the mm-hmm. aim is connecting to see people. We cannot save any animal without saving the children But also we cannot save the children if we not take care about what Mm -hmm. we eat. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, yes. Sometimes I have this conversation with people in Berlin Mm -hmm. that uh, they are vegan or vegetarian. I say, yeah, the problem is not only the meat. (laughs) Because for us that live in the south of the the world is also a big problem. How people with uh, make plantations yeah? mm-hmm. is the monoculture of soya or monoculture of anything is really bad too.
0: Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Uh, yeah, that's have- the link
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly. between the, the industrial states, the wealthiest countries, and the ones that serve <laughs> or deliver to the wealthier countries. So, being a vegetarian isn't just an isolated acts that is good for the environment there's so much more connected with that a lot of more because if you think
2: in berlin in germany people sometimes think about the, the civilization is uh, is represented by separating the garbage yeah mm-hmm. if you are civilized you separate the garbage mm-hmm. if you're not civilized you put them together you say okay it's really nice to separate the garbage of course
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: if if we also at the same time fight for recycling, mm-hmm. because if you separate but you don't, you don't check what they are going <laughs> to do with that. This is for nothing. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. If you don't think about what mm-hmm. is the real important garbage. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is our batteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our cell phones, where mm-hmm. people are putting this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In a lot of places in Africa. Mm-hmm. sometimes people is not conscious. Yeah. Even I was, I was, uh, here that some, uh, uh, donation of, uh, uh, clothes, Yeah. that mm-hmm. going to Africa become just garbage. Mm-hmm. And then it's creating big problem because people mm-hmm. in- instead of throw out in their own country, they are donating to Africa. But when arrive there, there is not enough is not good quality. People mm-hmm. cannot use and become mm-hmm. garbage there. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: we are all connected. This is a, is, is a, a globalization. Mm-hmm. This is a global way. We cannot think, because that I insist so much yeah. about a, a social uh, approach, you know, is have more contextual approach. Mm-hmm. Even when we made a little play, We cannot talk about individual topic Mm -hmm. without thinking about which kind of society this individual is living. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it has to be like that. But this is, I think, is my connection with nature.
1: That's interesting, but you you deal with I think quite a lot of quite heavy um, topics, <laughs> um, and I think your work probably keeps you. It, it takes a lot of energy. How do you look after yourself and fill your cup and keep yourself energized and <laughs> and yeah, inspired and creative? How do you, how what do you do personally <laughs> to look after yourself? Yeah,
2: I think the pain. Yeah, or the suffering that mm-hmm. is, is true. There a lot of this topic is about pain, it's mm-hmm. about suffering. But uh, our work is not staying that. You know, our work is uh, is uh, uh, come from this and make it a aesthetic transformation. It's a static mm-hmm. this process. When I told you in the beginning that the, the most important thing in the in the feminist perspective is that I recognize that i was a victim of violence but i find myself a survivor
1: mm-hmm.
2: is a big step you know and yeah. from survivor become an activist is another big step and when i am an activist fighting for change this is about hope this is about imagination this is about possibility this is about a process of uh, recovering mm-hmm. you know this is the process of renovating, is mm-hmm. in the same process, you know, it's like pain and suffering, it's not the place for we stay, it's just our starting point. But mm-hmm. what, what we are doing is transforming it in an, a creative narrative and proposing it for a social dialogue and aiming,
0: envisioning transformation. Mm-hmm. And this is beautiful. That's thank you. That's really It's really interesting to hear you talk about that. And I think we could talk for a lot longer Um, yet for now. We would like to ask you one final question. (laughs) So if you could have only one more adventure in your life, what would it be?
2: And that moment is, uh, that moment, <laughs> the big adventure is come together with a lot of people to make a <laughs> big production, you <laughs> know, like to make a really big opera, you know, in the open air with a big community. This is a uh, big adventure that I would love to have, especially because in this moment, ah, uh, this would be amazing for me.
0: Can I join that adventure? <laughs> i please, please. I'd, I'd like to too if it's in brazil i'm there <laughs> yeah. please we i i
2: think uh, yeah we have we have to start to imagine how to overcome of course how to learn from this uh, collective experience mm-hmm. yeah you
0: know? mm-hmm. and how
2: to um, keeping a, a possibility of dialogue and you know, it's like uh, when i hear that um, in, in Germany or in other European countries is a lot of people just don't want to mm-hmm. to take the vaccination yes yeah, like uh, they they say this is the individual position yeah? yes is I think mm-hmm. it's so important the work that I am doing to, to to take this social approach
0: mm-hmm. to
2: see we are not isolated. we live together this is a collective home. We cannot Mm -hmm. think only about our own uh, freedom, our Mm -hmm. own choice. You know, because Mm -hmm. my choice has provoked consequence for others. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. it's not only about me. This is this, yeah. This is much European position at the moment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when we have other countries that people they don't have even access to Mm -hmm. to think about the vaccination because they Mm -hmm. don't have that. You know, and then this, yeah, this is really important because I'm asking myself, how could we speak with these people? How could we can come together and speak with people that think so different than you? Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Yeah. To mm-hmm. believe in dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big challenge. It's a big, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's uh, the biggest challenge that I, I am faced personally at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, especially with social media, creating more bubbles. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Barbara, thank you so, so much. I'm, I could imagine that people will want to get in touch with you um, for some dialogue, to ask questions, or maybe for to work with you. We will put um, your information in our show notes so that people can contact you.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. I am on social media. I am on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook I don't use much more, mm-hmm. but I visit yeah sometimes, and also yeah in Kuringa uh, people can also have a contact.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. And I really enjoyed this conversation. And I think a lot of our listeners will. Uh, carry. <laughs> I'm nodding away. <laughs> Thank you. It's been lovely. It
1: really has been really fascinating. And I feel your energy from across the continents. <laughs> I know, maybe some point a path will cross in Berlin or maybe Brazil. I'll get there at some point. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Thank you for joining. Thank
2: you very much for the invitation.
1: Wow, Sarah, what a fascinating conversation and fascinating lady Barbara is. What's your big takeaway from that conversation?
0: Well, generally, I always like how Barbara is able to think ideas through in such a complex way or think through very complex ideas and I think my main takeaway, as similar as to the summer, was um, the interco- uh, interconnectedness of us all, and that like everything we do as an individual is linked. We're not isolated in our society. Um, and her approach, uh, like making that clear, that we can't just think of one. Like you're not just a feminist. Like it's important to think of the other aspects that go along with that and i read recently read an article where they actually uh, were talking about the difference between sort of especially feminism i think it was also maybe environmentalism in south and latin america compared to like europe where there they realize in south latin america the interconnectedness because they're more serving the wealthier western countries and us as Western countries, we think a lot more in boxes and don't realize the interconnectedness. And I think she explained that so well, and in such a her perspective is very interesting on this. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kerry? Um, well, I think there. Is that, I mean, there was a lot, a, a lot to pull out of it. I think one of the
1: things that I really found really interesting, something that I feel like can, you can transfer to other other areas, is the fact that you're... She's explore, exploring so many different topics um, and bringing out personal stories where people very much have come from a story where they've had an experience and experienced it as a, as, as a victim. But again, it's not so not it's not dwelling on that. It's transforming that into I like the word she said survivor <laughs> survivor mode, and that the experience is about hope. And I think. That's really powerful. I think, especially at the moment, when we can think of all these things that are going, you know, that are going crazy. But to actually think in survivor mode rather than than this victim mode, to be able to find, yeah, find action, turn into action, and become an activist, and turn that, and then you can then you can see hope. And that's something again. If like I think in an experience, when you have an experience in the outdoors and something goes wrong, you don't just sit there and dwell on it because you're never going to get out of that situation. You know, you have to become the survivor and you have to look for, look for where you can take an action for, to get out of it. And I think that was really yeah, fascinating to see how that works, how that's, how that skill works in a theatrical context, but also can have a huge impact socially as well.
0: Well, it's something to actually, to keep in mind. I like that connection. It's like, when, like, if I am facing a challenge in everyday life and I feel like, oh, I can't really think about it, to think, well, mm-hmm. what it, like if I were an adventurer in the outdoors, like, I would <laughs> want to be a survivor. What is <laughs> my, what? how can I be a survivor in this co- yeah. context? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, very interesting. And another very interesting episode, and um, also a pleasure to. Go far abroad again. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Do feel free to leave any feedback, ask any questions, or share with us how you know you what what you've taken away maybe from this episode. You can reach us on social media at thegrowzone.de. And um you can also reach us at hello at
0: thegrowzone.de via email. And if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, there are now interactive features where you can leave a comment right on Spotify or answer a question. So feel free to give us some feedback that way too. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Grow Zone Real-Time Adventures. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more episodes or find out more about The Grow Zone, go to www.thegrowzone.de. If you would like to connect with us, you can find me, Sarah Hoopner, at www.improverin.com. And to connect
1: with me, Kerry Temple, you can find me on www.forelements.eu.